as we quiet our hearts to hear God's word, let us pray God of power and grace. Fill us with the wisdom of your word and the understanding of your spirit, so that we, so that we may be world through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our gospel reading this morning is Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountains, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who persecute. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Our epistle reading today is from 1 John 3, 1-3. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved are the God's children now, and what we will, he has not yet appeared, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. as he is pure. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. We live in a world where so many people feel alone. Many are marginalized by society, Many do not know where to turn or who they can trust to care for them. Many feel like orphans in this world. And this year, this pandemic, all of the, the distance, the physical distance between us, that has amplified all of those feelings. Sometimes we feel these ways because we feel because there are certain groups of people who tend to be stereotyped or judged or excluded, and many of us fall into one or more of those groups. These days it might mean because of your political affiliation or desire or level of political involvement. It might mean how comfortable you are or aren't with being around other people during this pandemic. Sometimes we feel lost or orphaned because someone we love dearly has died. Church folk are not immune 
to this. Individuals get stuck with identities that the world assigns, like too young, too old, not pretty enough, not wealthy enough, bad neighborhood, minority. Mega church, dying church. Even the church as a collective struggles to maintain its true identity in a world that is quick to lump us all together with homophobic picketers or racist gunmen or greedy televangelists. We in the church spend a lot of time feeling misunderstood. Am I right? And every faithful person from our midst who dies feels like one step closer to closing our doors. And so All Saints Day is not always easy. Being misunderstood by the culture around us is nothing new. John's followers were struggling with exactly the same problem nearly 2,000 years ago. And Jesus himself And so in this letter, John gives us a choice. We can let the world love and respect us, or we can live into the astounding love of God. You can't have both. When you live into the love of God that makes us special, set-aside children of God, people are going to misunderstand you. Sometimes you might not even quite understand it yourself. When we embrace our place in the community of saints in God's kingdom, we remain a little weird, set apart. But what sets us apart is not stereotypes or prejudices or sorrow or hierarchies. What sets us apart are God's children, not just now, but for eternity. That is what makes a person a saint. It's not about doing miracles or being extra pious or charitable. It's about being one of God's children. It's about living into your identity in Christ. If you are seeking to live as a child of God, you are a saint, my friend. All Saints Day is a day in which we honor all the saints. This means the saints worshiping with us right now in the present, as well as the saints who will be worshiping with us next year and the next year and all the way until the final redemption of all. And we moved on to eternity as a reminder to ourselves that we are not alone and sorrow is not forever. We remember people like Francis of Assisi who loved God's creation fiercely and lived a life of simplicity and generosity. We remember people like Mother Teresa who gave her life to help the poor and suffering. We remember C.S. Lewis, who openly struggled with God and faith and left a legacy that we can all turn to in times of trouble. 
But we don't just remember famous saints. We remember all those who've been victims of terrorism, attacked in their church in France. We remember those killed in natural disasters like hurricanes, floods, or wildfires. goodbye to this year. We remember beloved members of our own congregations who have died in this past year. This morning, we remember Bill Kessner. We remember Jean Shannon. And it is in this remembrance that we declare some important promises that God makes. First, we declare that we are all connected to one another as children of God through Jesus Christ, even in spite of physical death in this world. Second, we declare that Jesus is revealed to those who are willing and faithful. And finally, we declare that in seeing him when he is revealed, we will be able to become more and more become more and more Christ-like, our communities become more and more unlike anything the world has seen before, and that is exactly what the church is meant to be. There are certain things that God calls us to, not because they save us, but because they set us aside and mark us as those who share God's priorities. They bring us together as brothers and sisters, siblings in God's family. We counter the sin of individualism with community. We counter the sins of racism, sexism, ableism, homophobia, classism, ageism, and any other hierarchical isms with inclusivity, justice, and kindness to all. We counter the sin of violence with the with generosity and simplicity and that makes us weird but that is what marks us as different as holy as being the children of God saints when we blend in we buy into the world's idea of what we should look like when what we are called to is something so much richer and yes, it is true that this church thing gets sticky and hard and confusing sometimes. I dare you to find a human family that doesn't. But the ties that bind us together as a family and God are so much stronger than those that even blood relation can create. So let's live like that truth is true. from the first letter of John. The image of little children is most compelling. They live and work and play together with a good deal of energy. In schoolyards and playgrounds, children negotiate, speak out, tug at one another, tease, create teams, and compete. They share lunches and games and stories and tall tales. Their work is to learn to live amid the crowded ways of creating relationships, attending to instruction, investigating the natural world, believing, and questioning. 
New relationships require work and energy and seamless connection. The children of God still work out their relationships with energy and commitment and patience and intensity. Play is called to mind work together to do away with ire, evil, and even sin. If the children of God work together as extended, connected sets of beings, there will be, then, the motivation to pursue a goodness, a purity in all of life, and with all of the people. She then goes on to talk about how children work hard to hammer out how relationships and community work. We too, as children of God, are called to work hard to continue learning about how relationships and community work. That is what being children of God means. When we think about saints, we think about Teresa because of her work on society's relationships with the poor and building personal relationships. because of his work building community and relationships in the early church. We think about Jean and Bill because of their place in our community and the personal relationships that we had with them. So on this All Saints Day, let us strive, even in these difficult times we find ourselves living in, let us strive to make our legacy as well, one of relationship, of love, of community, and of forgiveness. Let us be a community that makes people say, well, aren't they a strange pair of friends when they see us with our brother or sister from church? Let us be a community in which all are known to themselves of God. Saints. Amen. <laughs>